Hello, and God bless you. This is uh, Pastor Jeremy Estrada. We are so delighted to come to you today. And and thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh, for tuning in with us on this uh, special broadcast podcast. A few days ago, we, we felt impressed to do a, a podcast concerning the things that are taking place even as we speak right now. This is Friday, March 20th, 2020. As we are dealing with the different things that are have come upon not just our nation, but all over the world with the coronavirus, with the economical collapse that we are heading to. And, and yesterday we began, um, we ministered on our, on our podcast and laid down a framework uh, concerning what is taking place using the story of the 10 plagues that came upon Egypt as a template of what is taking place today. And uh there's a lot of questions that I know that are lingering in the hearts, and that's why we have felt impressed to come and answer some of those questions of what is taking place. But today, um, we are joined in our panel with uh, two of our brothers, Pastor Fernando, Brother Marty. And Brother Fernando, would you please greet the people? Absolutely. Uh, blessings in, in the name of our Lord uh, to, to God's people. It's uh an honor and a privilege always uh, as his servant to uh, come before you and and uh, share and, and, and get into the word of God. Um, honestly, uh, after yesterday's podcast, uh, we, we ended with a, uh, a momentum that had me excited for uh, today's podcast. I felt like the Lord was beginning to uh, reveal some things to God's people and uh, uh, to be along with uh, uh, yourself, Jeremy, uh, Brother Marty, uh, it's, it's always a privilege. Uh, uh, both of you are dear brothers of mine, and uh, uh, I'm glad that we're able to uh, be together today in, in this special podcast and uh, uh, bring some understanding to to the things that are taking place uh uh, globally, right? This is not just an American thing. This is not just a Chinese thing. This is a global thing. Um, yes. And I'm just excited about what uh, the Lord has in store for us today. Amen. Amen. There's always a blessing when when, when God's people come together. And um, Brother Marty, also uh, good to, to have you with us today. I know you're all the way over there in Nevada. and It's good to connect with you, my brother. And would you greet the people? Yeah, it's always a pleasure to, to be together with, with you, my brothers. You're more than than just uh, people I know, your family to us. We've we've seen a lot together over the last uh, 10 years or so. We've, we've been able to travel together and, and minister the word. But I think that what we see uh, happening now uh, is definitely something that uh, none of us in our lifetime have ever seen. And as a matter of fact, like we were talking right. about yesterday, uh, as we were speaking about it yesterday, there has never been a time in human history, with the exception of, of of the time of the Exodus and the Passover in Egypt, where the entire world of that day uh, uh, and and now our day was was locked down and and forced to go into their homes as a result of of of, of a plague or a virus, whereas we spoke about it yesterday, uh, a judgment that could be felt. I'm hearing a lot of things from, from all over uh, and hearing right. a lot of, of people that, that are expressing 
that they feel apprehensive, they feel anxious, they feel, uh, and I'm talking about the body of Christ now, uh, they, they hear nothing yes. coming from, from their pastors, they look to the major national ministries and, and there is no word. Um, there's false prophets that have pretty much fallen by the wayside now who early on were prophesying that this virus would pass over. And here we are uh, now with multiple deaths and tens of thousands of people infected, and we're just getting started. And so right. my heart and my my spirit is really moved in the sense that <clears throat> God is calling his people and God is calling his, his ministers to uh to press in and and to seek his face and 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 to hear what it is that the spirit is trying to say to the churches and to the whole world and so that's why we've begun these podcasts uh and and i believe that uh that we need to to encourage the body of christ and to bring some light as the lord allows us to on exactly what's transpiring amen so you know let's 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 jump into this already i mean a, a census presence already but Brother Marty, you know, the questions, as you said, there are so many questions that are, that people have. You know, what is taking place? Is this just another virus? Is this being caused by, by God or is this of the enemy? You know, what is God saying in this hour? You know, how, how are we Christians to respond to all the things that are taking place in our midst? Because we hear the chatters from many ministers that say, this and that, but really, Brother Marty and Brother Fernando, they have no clue of what is truly going on. And so, you know, how can we expand or how are we to respond to this? What is God saying in this hour? Well, I think we can take a, a, a great uh, example. Uh, when prophetic times are unfolding, uh, I think of the prophet Daniel. You know, yeah. da Daniel understood and and lived through a captivity under under a global empire the babylonian empire he saw the destruction of that empire and and it moved him to search the holy writings the holy scriptures and in daniel chapter 9 he talks about as a matter of fact that he understood where he was in the prophetic timetable by reading the prophecies of jeremiah the prophet and yes. and he he said i understood by the reading of books Right, uh, the amount of years had almost come to an end, and we were getting ready to uh, to be let go and to be released from our captivity. And and so we learned from that that it is vital for us in times like this that we that we go to the word. I think what is most tragic is that that many many ministers who are responsible for for instructing the body of Christ over the last 10, 20 years, have basically even 30 years, have given themselves to a form of entertainment, of, of creating a theatrical presentation of a pseudo gospel, completely devoid of any presence of the of the Lord. They have given themselves over to entertainment, to to flashy presentation, to to uh, drive up. Uh, Christianity, so to speak, like people go to McDonald's and they order a number one, they drive around and they're out of there in two minutes. I mean, that's how they want right, to present right. the gospel nowadays, right? Um, you know, true words from God have given way to pop psychology. The churches no longer even need to bring their Bibles because they plunge the sanctuary into absolute darkness and then illuminate it with laser beams and, 
smoke bombs and all kinds of colored lights as if we're in some sort of a rock concert. The absolute uh, falling away of the church has already begun. And right, right. and and it's 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 a sad thing because now, I mean, we're hearing from people that we haven't heard for from in years, absolutely afraid. People who go to church and they have no answers from their pastors. The pastors are are are, are asleep, and they're really not men of God. I mean, they, they take to themselves the title. But I believe what we're witnessing, because the question was, what is happening? Is just this some kind of a virus? Is this some kind of a plague? Uh, is it biblical? And I think that that's the first thing that most people are asking. And so when we are talking about um, what we began yesterday, that the only time in human history that we can see where the entire uh, population was driven into their houses was during the Exodus, leading up to the Exodus. And and a series of of plagues and and judgments came upon the land of Egypt, which is a type of, uh, of, uh, of the world. Uh, but it, it's also a foreshadowing and a prophetic type of a larger truth that would begin to unfold in the last days. And it, and, and mm-hmm. so we were talking yesterday about a darkness that could be felt. The apprehension that's taking place in the, in the general population can be felt. People are, yes. are, are – it's really beginning to dawn on them in measure. Uh, the, the fullness – and I'm just addressing the United States of America right now – but the fullness of what's actually taking place in this country has not truly been processed in the minds of the people. It's as if they're either absolutely asleep or they're completely uh, numbed by it all. They, they they can't process it. It doesn't compute. And yeah. And it's the same with many people in the churches. They don't know what's going on. You'll hear a pseudo- uh, declaration of faith, right? We bind you coronavirus and we send you, I mean, and it just, there's no power in it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. foolish. And like we talked about yesterday, remember when we talked about Moses uh, I, and we asked the question to the audience and, and, and to each other, it was like, did God have Moses bind the judgments and the plagues and send them into the sea? No. Moses became the vehicle by which God would use to unleash the judgments as he announced them to Pharaoh. And he didn't go to the children of Israel or the elders of Israel and said, now I want you to go back into those places where the children of Israel are and and, and lead them in a prayer to bind this disease and cast it away. But that's Mm -hmm. what we see pseudo preachers doing right now. And, and, And people within the church right now, especially of the hyper charismatic genre, they think they can just speak to this thing and have it go away because they are absolutely devoid of any light in the prophetic scriptures. The Bible reveals to us that there is a precedent for when a plague, a virus, a judgment that affects the whole world comes upon the world and the whole world experiences it together, that it could very well be the very, like you said yesterday, the finger of God that is moving. And they're afraid to say it. They're afraid yes. to because either they don't recognize it or they are too convicted because it has gone completely contrary to the pseudo gospel they've been preaching for years. And so they well, find themselves without any answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no. Why? I guess the question is why, right? Why don't they believe or don't want to believe? Uh, well, what? Okay, let's 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 understand what we're trying to bring forth, and I wanna I wanna uh, 
you know, uh, harp on it some more. Well, we're bringing forth what we brought forth yesterday, what you were talking about, Brother Marty, uh, about this template. Um, it, it, basically, the question we're posing to the people, and this is a serious question, because we know yes. prophecy is a circle, right? Prophecy repeats itself. We have we have key scriptures in the Bible that declare these things. You know, the Apostle Paul said in First Corinthians chapter ten that uh, the things that happen to the children of Israel in the wilderness uh, are left there for an example, an example, yes. right? Uh, and That's for right. our admonition to warn us to whom the ends of the worlds are come. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10 say he declares the end from the beginning and the beginning and the end. That is a principle. And, the, and, and he also declares the end from the beginning. So what Scripture is telling us that every story in the Bible is left there uh, as an example of what will take place at the end in some shape or form. And what yeah. we're declaring to you is as we're heading into Passover season, is that we feel that the Lord is is trying to take us back to study the story of uh, uh, of the deliverance of, of Israel from Egypt during Passover, and try to find um, uh, uh, the understanding in our time. Now, yeah. if what took place in the Exodus during Passover is replaying itself in our time today then this is something very serious that we must consider, okay? Now, you spoke yes. about why the preachers don't don't want to, uh, uh, you know, they want to pray the virus out uh, instead of bringing God's people to repentance. Because if the template holds true, if, 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 if the, the pattern holds true, then we have to ask the question, who is modern-day Egypt today? Mm-hmm. That's a good I question. Submit to you, I submit to you that modern-day Egypt, and for many reasons, we could go down the list, right? What we're pumping out of this country is infecting the whole globe. Yes. Technologically, through Internet, through our preaching, through our pulpits, uh, 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 more importantly, what we pumped out to the whole world is not the true gospel. No, you're right. right. By and large. And so, so – I believe this nation is modern day Egypt. And 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 to say that this nation is being judged by God, nobody wants to believe that and nobody wants that. Why? Because it's go because we know that it's going to affect the way we live. Because here in America we love our stuff. We don't yes. want to lose our stuff. The preachers don't want to lose their 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 churches. They don't want to lose their 501c status. They want to continue to rake in the money. We're just speaking truth now. Yeah, man. They want to continue to pump out their false doctrine. But now, in this time, in, in, in this most critical time, the people are not in church. They're in their homes. Think of that. They're losing money. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. Think that, no, that just made me think. I mean, think of what you just said. The people have been forced not to congregate. Remember what God said uh, in, in, in Isaiah uh, when he begins the book of Isaiah, and he begins to lay out the sins of Judah and begins to, to, to lay the case by the Spirit of God of why judgment was going to, to come. You spoke about the two, um, you know, the two judgments that occurred, which culminated with the third judgment, the ultimate judgment, which burned the temple to the ground. 
Isaiah right. comes and, and begins to reveal to them exactly uh, uh, the, you know, the legal case, if you will, of why they were deserving of it. And one of the right. things that he said, remember in, in Isaiah, at the beginning of Isaiah, he says, you know, take away your noisome songs. You know, take away your, your feast days. Take away your, uh, in other words, God was saying, I don't want to see those things anymore. It, it, it sickened him to the point that he literally ultimately removed his people from his sight. I think that he's saying that now. Your congregational mm. meeting, now I'm not talking about everybody, but man, it's, it's, a, it's a tiny remnant out there that actually gets together and loves the Lord and, and, and sings true worship songs and truly hears the word on a Sunday morning, if you will, and a Sunday night and a Wednesday, if they even have that many services anymore. But for, by and large, for the most part, a, an establishment system of religion has emerged. Now, <laughs> God has shut it down. God wow. has closed the doors. God does not want to see it anymore. You talked about America being like Egypt. I totally agree with that. You, you can spiritually apply that to this country. Like you said, we have exported from this nation. Remember, we used to be an industrial society where we had a worker class that was able to participate in the corporate class, and they created pensions, and they bought stocks and bonds, and you know, mama would work at the phone company for 30 years and daddy worked for a steel industry for 30 years. And then they retired and they had a piece of the pie, so to speak. But as we became an indulgent consumer society, the spirit of the age began to move our leadership in a direction where we no longer wanted to work. They saw an opportunity across the sea where there's over a billion people. Uh, over there in China, and we exported our manufacturing, we exported our jobs, we exported our, mach our, our machineries and, and making all our tools, everything is happening over there. In, and then we, we exchanged a worker attitude for a consumer attitude. And that's where we wow. find ourselves today. Because what ended up happening is we gave ourselves to leisure and luxury, and, and it, it was reflective of the abdication of the pursuit of excellence within the ministry. Years ago, there was a man by the name of Tocqueville, right? He came from France and he sought to seek the greatness and the secret of the greatness of the American society, the great American experiment. And when he wrote, he said, you know, I went to all the customary places. It was, you know, their judicial systems, their their legislative systems, their executive systems, their, their universities. He said, but I never found that thing that I could say, that's why America's great. He said, but when I went to her churches, praise God, when I went to her churches, he said, I saw the secret of her greatness, for there were great men standing behind sacred desks, admonishing the people to serve the Lord and to walk before him in purity and in holiness. That is when that began to leave the nation, so the moral conscience of the nation was no longer stirred and it was giving itself to pleasure. And flush right. that out some 40 years later, and this is what we have, where even God himself has brought, allowed this to come upon this nation because of the folly and the foolishness of its churches, of its people, and of its preachers. Now, 
God is, a, we're, we're talking to the body of Christ now. We're not trying to talk to the world. The world is the world. But we're talking to the yeah. body of Christ. When was the last time you spent any time with God? When was the last time that the only thing you wanted to do was, was talk about Jesus? When was the last time you even heard Jesus mentioned in one of your preacher's sermons? When was the last time you called your children around you to hold a prayer meeting? Are you praying now? Wow. Or are you, are you, are you wow. plugged into Netflix and, 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 and YouTube and, and all these other uh, distractions when you should be gathering your family around you and, and asking for light from the Lord to be given to you? This is a this is a a time of reflection that's going to expose just uh, how much American society is no longer a Judeo Christian society, and that's what God is speaking to it. You want my blessings, but you don't want me, and I have pleaded with you for years, and yet you refuse to turn. And now this has come upon you, and what will you do when you cry out to me? I will turn my ears away from you and I will not listen because you refused to listen to me when I extended my warnings, when I sent the Ravenhills to you and the Wilkerson's to you and the Tozers and the Havners and the great men of God down through the 20th century pleading with you to turn from your sin. And now this has come to rest upon you and you are blind as those groping for the wall you cannot see. Like a blind man at noonday, you do not know what Amen. to do. Yes, because we're, we're, we're asleep. We are asleep. You know, um, it reminds me of what you mentioned before. Well, number one, we have two types of people, right? You mentioned it before, Brother Marty. You said those of the world that say, when is this going to be over? How long are we going to have to be quarantined? Is it two weeks? For what? To go back to the same old life, right? Yes. That's what, they want. The That's what they want. And then we have the Christians saying, you know, we're going to cast this out and but we have no understanding that this is the hand of God upon our nation. You know, uh, when I read something so powerful, because the same thing was also happening in the times of Daniel, the yes. people of God were scattered all over the world because of their trespass. And that's why yes. in Daniel's prayer, he says something that is very powerful. He said, Oh Lord, righteousness Belong it unto thee. But look what he says. But unto us, confusion of faces. There you go. Think about that for a moment. A confusion mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. faces. He says, as, as at this day, look what he says, to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, unto all Israel that are near and that are, and that are far off through all the countries. Whether thou hast driven them, thou hast driven them because of their trespass, that they have trespassed against thee. Powerful. He says, oh, Lord, to us belongeth confusion of faith. Look at this. Yes. To our kings, to our princes, to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. We have to wake up, church. This is the hand of God upon our nation, upon this, this uh, church system apostate church we need to wake up and casting it out and thinking we can just come together and all of a sudden have these prayer meetings to cast it ain't gonna work if we don't repent it ain't right. gonna work if we don't come back and realize that we have sinned against god that we are asleep and that we are enslaved to the system of this world yes amen and think of that what Incredible. you said what 
the, the, the powerful prayer of, of Prophet Daniel, what you said there, we have sinned. <laughs> Are we hearing that from, from our preachers? Have they actually no. stood up and said, you know what, people? <laughs> I think we need to take a look at ourselves here and admit to ourselves we ain't exactly all that, right? It's right. it's a church of incredible pride. It, it is the Laodicean church. It does say, I am rich. I am increased with good. And I right. ain't got need of nothing, right? No. And where, and where is Jesus and all that? He's outside. Right. You know? Now, we were talking about the Passover pattern, right? Because remember... We're talking about the Exodus now, and you talked about it earlier really well. You said, you know, all prophecy is like a cycle, right? Mm -hmm. It it begins and it it becomes a circle. It comes back to its starting point, and then it reemerges again, and it becomes even bigger. Now, we have seen this pattern, and we see the pattern of this kind of thing in the book of Revelation. When the Lord begins to open the seals, what do we start with? We start with seven seals, right? But then right. what that gives way to it is 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 the vials, right? Seven vials, seven trumpets, yeah. or or actually it's seven trumpets, seven trumpets then seven, seven vials. Yeah, yeah, and then it's the final three woes, right? So so we right. see in the book of Revelation, there's a small circle that gives way to a bigger circle that gives way to a bigger circle that gives way to the wrath of God. And so the question is, if we're seeing the pattern correctly here, if and and we were talking about this yesterday. It is no accident if you have spiritual ears uh, to hear and eyes to see, all this is coming down on America, and I might mention Israel as well, because Israel is experiencing this coronavirus, right, (laughs) in a very bad way, and so is the United States. Now, all this is coming down right now in the season of Lent, which gives way to the Passover, right, the celebration of Easter. Those who have spiritual eyes can recognize this. God speaks in the most marvelous ways if you can discern it. Now, in order to truly understand the book of Exodus and the Exodus itself, if you apply the template of it to the book of Revelation, you will see it fits perfectly. The book of Revelation will make, will open up the hidden wisdom in, in the book of Exodus, and Exodus finds itself finally fulfilled in the book of Revelation. Now, I'm going to put this forward to you real quick. Listen, isn't it interesting that when John uh, is finally called up into heaven, because many people are asking this question, what's going to happen when this pandemic ceases? And it will. It'll, it'll, It'll go down. It will become part of the stream in the consciousness. But we need to look past it. What is happening? That's and good. Where are we going to come out on the other end? Because I'll tell you right now, what's going to happen is that the world as we know it, as you knew it two weeks ago, it will never be the same. As you knew it at Christmas time last year, it'll never be the same. Everything yeah. that we are seeing right now is going to move the entire planet in a direction that we will not even recognize or even thought that it could ever be the way it's going to be. Everything stands on the brink of collapse right now, whether it be the economy, whether it be uh, the global population and and them trying to get a handle on this, but they will. See, people that are asking the question like, is this it? Is this the end? I said, no, this is the beginning. It's not the end. Mm -hmm. It's the beginning. 
And what's going to happen is all this, you better get in the scriptures because all that the scripture says is about to transpire. It's going to come quickly. Now, let me tell you something. When I make a statement like that, uh, there's a little bit of apprehension. I don't mean to be an alarmist. I don't want to be a sensationalist. But you'd have to be blind not to recognize this. When you hear uh, godless leaders saying nothing like this has ever happened in the history of the world, then we ought to wake up and go, my God, if if the child of darkness can see it, then it, we should see it as we are in the, as the children of the Lord. Now, in, in, let me just, I, I don't mean it's to, kinda, to, to ramble kinda, on. No, go ahead, go but, ahead. No, what I was going to say no, was, go so. No, but, it, got to a, it got to a point even in, in Egypt where Pharaoh's magicians had to say when they were uh, uh, trying to outdo Moses, Yes. Uh, with this miracle and signs, they they came to a point where uh, they couldn't mimic the signs that the true signs that uh, Moses was doing by the hand of God. They said this. They told Pharaoh, "This can this only be done by the finger of God." Uh, great point. Right? Yes. Yes. And and that's the issue, Go right? Ahead, is that's the issue? Is that now? I've been kind of holding this, but I'm back on saying this now because. It kind of been skirting around the issue here, but um, not intentionally. But I want people to take a look at something here, and I want you to those of you that listen out there remember this: when Obama fulfilled his eight years, and our nation went into an election, uh, a choice was being given to us of two presidential candidates. I'm not preaching any any Republican Democrat thing here. I'm going to show you something here. When the the current president was elected and he came into office, I was in Washington, D.C. I went to the inauguration, uh, as I did to President Obama's inauguration, and, and I witnessed history. And 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 the very uh, next day after the, the swearing in of the current president, the nation's capital was filled with over 500,000 people, most of them women, and most of them marching, declaring, and 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 uh, proclaiming yeah. that they would do whatever they could to bring down this presidency because they had been indoctrinated over eight years of the previous administration that that totally released a spirit into the nation whether people want to hear it or not where suddenly that which had been almost mildly restrained by that point and i'm speaking as as it in regards to cultural and societal morality, you know, it wasn't like sin wasn't taking place, but it wasn't so brazen. It wasn't so in your face. Under the under the previous administration, they literally uh, uh, approved the the union of of same sex couples, and and the White House, in the first time in the history of this great land that was blessed by God, almost in a defiant shaking of the fist right lit right. lit the white house uh in yeah. the colors of the rainbow flag right uh yes. just recently when the when this current administration got elected those half a million women marching in washington were demanding the right and were fearing the right uh, to kill their children in the womb would be taken from them and they That's vowed terrible. people like People like Madonna and, and other people were on on platforms saying they were going to do whatever they could to bring down the presidency. 
they invited uh, witches. Witches. Now, listen to what I'm telling you. They invited witches who vowed to to perform a satanic witchcraft ritual every full moon until the current presidency and administration would be brought down. Now, they have really? done this, and you can go Google it and check it out. They have done this every full moon for the last three years. They have met, and they have had their occultic rituals, not, here, not only here in America, but globally. They connected. A, a feminine uh, spirit, a feminist spirit, coupled with the occult and witchcraft, has literally been performing ceremony every full moon and, and asking to pull down this administration. Now, I'm not going in the direction that some of you might think I am that are listening. What I am saying is look even larger. Is it yeah. possible that with their three solid years of demonic occult activity that they opened a doorway that has released the demonic power of this pandemic that has now come upon the face of the earth. It is global. And, and, mm. and whatever your politics are, because I tell you what, I'm neither Democrat or Republican. I'm a Christian, and I'm looking for a kingdom Amen. that has a true king. Amen. And my, well, my yeah. home is not this world, right? <laughs> so so yeah. they, un they unleashed, I believe, that that was like the final straw you know, because if you remember when when Judah was finally destroyed, when Jerusalem was finally judged, it was when they began to merge uh, a pseudo-religion and a backslidden elite religious establishment class living in gross idolatry and participating in the occult and then coming before God in his temple and thinking they were free to do it. And and when these 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 witches have been getting together globally and performing these ceremonies, I believe what we witnessed and what we are witnessing is that they literally have brought down judgment on themselves and upon the backslidden church itself because it never stood up against it, though many of them knew. That's one thing. Another thing is what was recently exposed because ask yourself this question as we led into the switch from 2019 to 2020 what was one of the major stories it was the jeffrey epstein case right you guys remember right. epstein yeah, yeah that guy they found out along with a, a woman named Ghislaine maxwell who happened to be the daughter of one of the largest uh, publishing houses in the world epstein was being funded by a guy who created victoria's secret Epstein came out of nowhere and created the largest pedophile ring in the world and began to uh, entrap and ensnare the, the, the evil, powerful elite in this nation. And there are congressmen, there are Republican senators and Democratic senators, there, there are royal family people in, in England. Prince Andrew, just call him out. He's been exposed as being one of his best friends, and I could go down the list. My point is this. It was exposed that the elite of this world have been sacrificing children, raping little kids, tossing mm -hmm. them away like garbage. They discovered on, on his island uh, over there in the, in, in the Virgin Islands where he has his own private island that he created an entire uh, occult uh, 
venue that is filled with occult symbols and they discovered the bones of children in the in the water on the edge of his private island and when this came forward and they arrested him and they put him in jail um what happened to him he suddenly yeah. uh, was killed right <laughs> conveniently yeah <laughs> conveniently he offed himself and 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 uh he didn't kill himself are you kidding me we know the truth about that is that when right. they went to look for the videotape, they had two cameras on him. Those were the only two cameras in the entire highest level of federal prison were the most important. I mean, they have El Chapo in that prison, for God's sake. I mean, this was supposed to be one of the most tightly controlled prisons in the world. And those two cameras that were watching him suddenly, they were broken, and the and the guards that were supposed to check on him every thirty minutes fell asleep. Yeah, right. And and they find him dead. People silenced him. Why? And why has that story gone away? Because the powerful elite in this country, they are corrupt through and through. And what goes on behind the scenes, not only at the political level, but the religious level. Remember, my brother, when Ezekiel was in, in Babylon, God took him by right. the Spirit right. and showed him what was actually going on in the church house. We have yes. heard a myriad of reports of preachers sleeping around and living in adultery and, and others being exposed as, as pedophiles, or not to mention the Roman Catholic Church across this country that has a thousand oh, current no. cases for the thousands of children that they've molested over the last 30 years, and they get away with it. And then mm -hmm. you take a look at the churches that are so compromised and so filled with a compromised, lax attitude in this country, and all of that converged and has been happening over the last several years. It converged in 2019, and nothing was done about it. You throw in the occult, and boom! We hit 2020. We're just a few weeks into the into the year. We're only like what 10, 12 weeks or 10, 11 weeks into this year, and the whole world is at lockdown. And America is now going to have to deal with her sins. They have been fully embracing homosexuality and lesbianism. They push towards uh, uh, androgyny. They're teaching our kids they're neither male or female. When the society removes the covering from its innocent children, man, when we don't protect our children anymore, and we wonder why this is happening, and our preachers mm. are silent because they have no, no clue, because they're all up in it themselves. They have their Bible studies down at the local bar now because they're all hip and they can drink. They can get drunk. They're sleeping around with the church secretary and then writing a book of how they overcame and they make millions. You've got others that are billionaires. Kenneth Copeland is a billionaire. Let me ask you this. How does a preacher become a billionaire? They, yeah. And they have removed the protective covering from their very own children. They, they, there's a push towards the corruption of the innocent. We've given them over to drag queen story hours. We, let, we take right. our children wow. and, and, and let them crawl up and down on a demon. And then, and then, and then we make our little children as young as five years old question their very gender, whether they're a boy or a girl. We put garbage into their heads. Uh, they, 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 they are already giving them powerful drugs to transition them if they're a boy, because some yes. demonic parent wants to be all woke and change them into 
morphed into a little demon, and they have no choice. The teaching of the LGBTQ lifestyle um, <laughs> is, is now been mandated in many schools, including California. Brother, when Mario Cuomo's, I think that's his name, right? The Cuomo, the guy up there in, in New York, that governor, York. that yeah. Cuomo governor, yeah. he did, he signed a bill that allows abortion to occur even if the baby is born alive. And then they celebrated it and they lit the Freedom Tower in pink to celebrate abortion rights. Is it any wonder that that's come down in New York City? And, and, nope. and in California, where we're indoctrinating our children as young as six years old into the lesbian and homosexual lifestyle, is it any wonder that the two biggest places that things are now breaking out are in California and New York? Do you have eyes to see people? And mm. <laughs> somebody shut me up here because because I'm getting <laughs> no, a little proud up it's, here. It's, no, no, and it's righteous indignation. Brother, who is saying these things? The pulpits are silent. They completely have missed the message. I, 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 I'll log on and hear some messages, see what America's biggest preachers are saying, and they're completely off. You know, the Bible says that there arose a Pharaoh who knew not Joseph. Yes. Long gone are the days, brother where our leaders would pray to God when a nation, when our nation found itself in calamity. I know, I know our president did a, 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 a prayer day and he led Jensen Franklin, who's hanging around with the likes of I think Bethel and, and, you know, all of these weird preachers. Right. Uh, yes. And basically the whole prayer was to get rid of the coronavirus instead of telling God's people and the nation to repent. Right. Yes. We right. completely have missed the message, and so 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 who's on the throne right now? The devil is. Right. The devil is. There's a new there's a new pharaoh that's over this land, you know. And 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 we're talking about the pattern. And I spoke to you guys about this earlier before we jumped on the podcast uh, of where I feel we are going. Uh, we we we're talking about heading into Passover season. And uh, uh, as the children of Israel did in Egypt, right, when it, first, it was first instituted, but after they left Egypt, they went into the wilderness. And the greatest rebellion ensued. You would think that the children of Israel would have been rejoicing and happy, seeing the miracles of God, seeing all the plagues that were performed, that they would say, Lord, whatever it is that we have to do, we're going to follow you all the days of our life. After Passover, and this is this is what's going to happen to this nation. Yeah, things, you know, how we will emerge from this. It will be a different world, but but for a moment, people go back to their normal life and they'll have their stuff again. They'll they'll be able to work. They'll be able to have their fun. They'll have their entertainment. They'll have their sports. They'll have their movies and all this. But what the pattern is saying is that after this, the nation, the world is going to emerge and they will become even more rebellious. And that's the pattern, the Bible, right? The Bible, the Bible in the book of Jude likens the rebellion of the children of Israel after they were led out of Egypt. He likens that rebellion to the rebellion of the angels when they cast in their lot with Lucifer. So that the okay. rebellion that will emerge out of this 
It's a satanic rebellion. They will harden the people and, and God's people now. We're talking about the children of Israel. The a yeah. whole generation died in the wilderness. The wilderness that you said is the type of the great tribulation that is coming as we're headed towards our promised land. Yes. Right? As we're headed towards heaven. It's 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 a trying time. Forty is the number of testing, right? Of of of, of trial. It 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 is a satanic rebellion that took place in the wilderness where they tempted God. That's right. And is, remember, uh, remember it when is, it, was it was Moses. Ahead, it was Moses, who's a type of Christ, right? He goes up to the mountain, just like Jesus ascended into heaven, and and then he comes down from the mountain, and and while he was gone, what you said took place, right? They became they they made a golden image. They made a they begin they to made play. an image. Yes. yes. This is this is a type a foreshadow of the image of the beast, right? In the book of Revelation. Right. Just before Moses comes from the mountain, the church completely uh, backslides, right? And and what do yes. they do? They appoint another leader to lead them where? Back to Egypt, right? Back to Egypt. As, as for this Moses, we don't know what happened to him, right? That's what they say. We don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Well, isn't that what they're saying now? Ah, this isn't really the tribulation. Or no, this isn't, ah, you know, this isn't it. Oh, really? Well, we're going to see who's right. But I have a feeling that Jesus is about to come down from his mountain. Come on now. My God. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. It turned into an old-fashioned preacher now, right? No, but seriously, <laughs> that, that is the type. That is the pattern. They rose up to play. Now, in first in, in, in Second Thessalonians, you know what it is, brother, too? They've had a whole bunch of preachers telling them they're going to escape here in America, right? We're going to escape. Jesus is going to blow this trumpet, and we're going to get out of here. And we ain't going to see no hardship. We ain't going to see, you know, that's the wrath of God. I heard, well, I heard some preachers your... say, 20, I heard some preachers say, 2020 is the year of perfect vision for God's people. I heard another <laughs> right. one say, I, I saw all the masks that people had on throughout the world to, uh, for this virus. And, and I felt like the Lord was telling me that the enemy was trying to stop the voice of God's people. I'm like, what? What? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you know yeah, what? Right? No. This is what ahead, Incredible. What's sad about this? What's sad about this is that all of this is coming even from the sons, the spiritual sons of these great men of God. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. The, the, yes. You know, no. the great men of God that you mentioned, it's their sons. You know, somehow they they they've gone totally astray and missed it, right? Yeah. And. You know when when you were talking about uh, the image that was made in the times in the times of Moses, right? It was it was made out of out of things that out of the things that the people had, the gold and the silver that they had received that yeah. God had allowed them. Right? Remember when they left Egypt and gave yeah. us and who was the one who made this image for them? Aaron. Yeah. Aaron, who should have known better, who should have known yeah. better was pressured or whatever the, the whatever the situation but it was pressured to make this image out of out of the things that God had allowed him to get from Egypt. And what did they do? They make an image out of it. Right. That's and what you notice what the economics there, right? There's economics. Yes. Right? And and that, that's that's 
a type of the false prophet, right? Because yeah, she right. causes all small and great, rich and poor to receive a mark, right? And it's an economic thing that they, they took they took economics and made an image. That's what they did. You know, my daughter gave me a, a, a report from, uh, it's called 2020.org, if you ever want to look it up. It is, it is, it is, it is uh, made by Microsoft, and they are proposing a, a, a vaccination uh, to deal with, with this virus. But they've been in the works of this thing where they want to uh, create what they call a certification mark. I mean, listen to the language, right? <laughs> a certification mark. And they want everyone to come under their umbrella so they can have good digital tracking. This thing is a little, uh, a little. It's almost like a skin that they, that they, with with thousands of little needles in it, which you won't even feel, which gets absorbed into your skin and carries all your data, so they can track you. And and in essence, what they're saying is that we want to be able to distribute vaccines to carry all health data and all data on every person on this thing. It is quite possible that what we are going to see emerging out of this is that move right. towards a global protection. Because one of the things that we're seeing right now, what, is that the nations have not been able to coordinate. They're all dealing with it in their own ways, right? They're kind of learning here and there. Remember yeah. in the book of Revelation, and maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow, uh, it says that the people reach a point where John says, I, John, stood on the sand of the sea, right? And he said, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. Now we know from the book of Revelation that that the sea represents all the peoples, all the tribes, all the nations. And so John is allowed to see something. He's allowed to see the collective humanity desiring for a system, and they collectively desire it from their heart. And it's a global system, right? He sees uh, it has seven heads uh, like a dragon, ten horns on its head, and ten crowns. Then he says to look upon his body was like a leopard. Um, he had the feet of the bear and the mouth of, of, of the lion and all that. We, we we don't need to go into right now. But but basically, it's preparing the way for that wicked one, for the Antichrist. It's preparing the way for his coming. And so something catastrophic had to take place. I used to always have this discussion with you guys and, and, and others that I could not understand what would make let's say Joe Sixpack, right? Want to take the mark as an example. What would make him want mm -hmm. to do something like that? Well, it would have to be something so earth shattering, so frightening that they would turn to the globe, the globalists and say, fix this for us. Make sure it never happens again. And suddenly the stage is set and, and the way has been prepared. I think we're going to emerge out of this and, and, and we're going to see in the next several years because if we're right in our timing, we're either entering in or we're just about to enter in the final seven years of human history. Somewhere in there. I'm not setting dates. I'm just saying we're entering yeah. in either the beginning of sorrows or we're going to come out of this, though, for every single human. Because remember what they're telling us, brother? Those of you who have ever studied the uh, 1918 pandemic flu, remember, it, they call it the 1918 flu, but it really didn't go away until 1920. There was a whole full year. It kind of died down a little, and then it reemerged even more vicious the following year. And so what yeah. is lying ahead for us right now is so catastrophic. But what we are talking about is, is the people of God and appealing to them that, that they would begin to pray. Those who can hear, I know I got a little over-exuberant today, but 
I mean, those that no, can no, hear. That's fine. <laughs> uh, let, let, let us Somebody hear. The, let us hear <laughs> yeah, well, let us hear. Yeah, <laughs> let us hear the words of Joel. Right. He said, "Let the priests and the ministers of the Lord weep between the porch and the altar." The ministers now, yes. the priests. Mm. Let them say, "Spare thy people, O Lord." Give not your heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore yeah. should they say among the people, where is your God? Mm. Yes. All yes. these preachers out there, that's what the world's looking at them saying, where is your God? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, right. God reveals through the prophet Joel, and really they never did it, but that's what he told them. He said, preachers, you need to get on your face. Between yes. the porch and the altar. The porch is where the rabbis would gather and preach and teach. He says, between the porch and the altar where sin is dealt with, you need to stand in the gap there. Because the disconnect has become so great that you're just days away from an incredible judgment. It might be, he said, the Lord might leave a blessing behind and stay his hand. But they never did it, brother. And they ended up seeing the destruction of their entire nation. If America's preachers, churches, and people do not admit, first and foremost, we have sinned, like Brother Jeremy said so beautifully, uh, quoting out of Daniel. That's what the great prophet Daniel did. He said, we have sinned, right? Yes. We have done iniquity. If we don't have that kind of move first amongst the men and women of God in this country, brother, fasten your seatbelt. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm going to shut up now and let you guys finish. No, I'll say my last words here and to close it off faster. Um, and we spoke about this, uh, Brother Marty, uh, uh, in the last few days. Everyone's faith is being tested. Yeah. What you have been doing, the, I, I told my wife, I said, let's, let's go back to 9-11, those who were old enough to still remember. If that didn't shake you and that didn't uh, 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 change your life to the point where you begin to seek God and, and study his script, scripture, you know, and, and, and begin to, uh, to, to, to develop, right, a reserve of oil for the times mm -hmm. ahead, then you fell asleep. Yes. Right? And, and so what this time is doing and producing it's really examining what you have been putting inside your heart. Do you have a reserve of oil? Because if you do, then you're going to understand the times. You're going to know what to do, and you're going to know what's required. So if these times are catching you by surprise, that means that the last few years, you have been more worried about yourself. You've not given the time that God required. You have not sought his face with a joyful heart. You have not uh, studied the word of God, right? And, and God in his grace and mercy, if you're hearing us, he's giving you understanding. He's, 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 he's using us, his, his humble servants, to come out to you and say, hey, you know what? There is, there is understanding. You don't have to panic. You don't have to be fearful. This is all part of my plan. I am in control. Praise God. I said, yes. to, I said, to, the peop I said to the people of God the last time we gathered, I said, you know, the first time Jesus Christ came to the earth, he came quietly. 
He was done before he sh- his shears, so he opened not his mouth like this. That he he made himself of no reputation, but this time, Hallelujah, he is Glory not coming quietly. Hallelujah, Amen. He is making Amen. noise. Hallelujah, he is coming as God. king. He yes. is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He is the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. And, and let me say this: We spoke about all the sins of the of the leadership of our nation and in politics and the entertainment business in our pulpits, behind our pulpits. Let us not forget the persecution yes. of our brothers. Just last yes. year, man, and in particular in China. Yes. And, and this is yes. what was happening to the children of Israel. They were being pressed. By, by Pharaoh, by, by, by Pharaoh's taskmasters to the point where they begin to cry out, and the Lord heard their cry. Yes. yes. You think the Lord was not paying attention to the persecution that was taking place all over the world? There's a, there's, 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 there's a, uh, this locust about to hit the Middle East right now. Yes. Right? Yes. Why do you think that is? The persecution that took place in the Middle East, the persecution that took place in, in East Africa, in Africa, in in, in 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 China. You think the Lord did not listen to the cry of his people? He yes. will stand up for his people. And yes. he'll tell the devil, Enough is enough. Yes. These are my children. And the message yes. is let my people go. We're headed yes. somewhere, children of God. Not this indeed. world is not our home. Yes. We're just pilgrims passing by. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Will, will God not visit the nation for such sin that we have committed? You know, Lord as God. you were talking, in Acts chapter 12, the Bible says that in Herod's time, King Herod stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. What did the church do? The church gave themselves to fasting and praying and praying and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do we have ears to hear, those of you that are listening, do you have ears to hear what the Lord is saying to us? You know, we always, uh, there's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, by faith Noah, being warned of God, of things, listen to this, not seen as yet. Yet he moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. God is interested in you, you that are listening. You that are, I know maybe some of the things that you heard might, might have made you cringe and, and, and get you a little nervous, but it's necessary. You must hear these things. God is showing you that he loves you because he's warning you. We are being warned yes. of God of things not being, not seen as yet. But here's the key. It's not just knowing that we're in the last days. It's that we must move with fear as Noah did. Because when we move with, with fear, it says, yeah, take action. Prepare an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became Amen. heir of the righteousness, Amen. which is by faith. Praise God. Today, we, we want to pray. We want to pray for you. We, we sense his presence. We are being shaken in this hour. We are being shaken 
everything we believe is going to be tested. And there's still time to prepare, church. You that are listening, my friend, that are tuned in, the Spirit of God is dealing with you. It's, It's not over. It's not too late. The Holy Spirit is knocking at your door. And the first thing you must do is repent wholeheartedly before God and say, Lord, forgive me. I have sinned against you. And we serve a loving God that can reach out right now wherever you're at. Wherever you may be sitting, standing, the Spirit of God is there. Yes. To bring you back. Maybe you're a lost son. You've strayed from the Lord. You've you've strayed from everything that you knew about God, and now you're beginning to understand, and something is bringing you back. It's the Lord. He loves you. He's calling us. He's coming back again. Jesus is coming back again. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word, God, that has been shared through these airwaves, Lord, and We thank you, Lord, for the warning that you are giving us and that you are revealing these things, Lord, to to those that are hungry for you, to those, Lord, that are searching, that are asking what is going on, what in the world is going on, Lord. And I thank you that in this hour we have your word and we have your servants, Lord, that are here to warn us of things not seen yet, Lord, that you can give us eyes to see what is upon the horizon, what is already here, Lord. God, we're here, God, that so that through this word people can have hope, that people can open up their eyes, that people can be shaken, Lord, and yes. moved out of that comfort place, Lord. Lord, and realize, Lord, that the only the word of God has the answer. And now is the time, Lord, that we must be bold and declare what thus saith the Lord God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will deal with the hearts of those, Lord, that are searching, of those, Lord, that are hungry, of those that are saying, God, I need you, Lord. I pray, Lord, today, Lord, that you will forgive us, God. We stand, Lord, in the gap for our nation. We stand in the gap, Lord, right now. Our nation is in trouble beyond repair, God, but believing that there is still a remnant of people that are calling out to you, Lord. And you, Lord, who are a God of righteousness, of mercy, of covenant, Lord, you said that as as the prayer of Solomon, that no matter where we may find ourselves, if we call on you, Lord, and repent and turn from our wicked ways, Lord, you would forgive us. You would heal us, Lord. Bring healing, Lord. Move, Lord, through your servants, Lord. God, Father, I pray for our families, of all of those that are listening, God, that you would shield them with the blood of Jesus. Do what you have to do, but bring us to the place, Lord, where we are in your will, God, watching and waiting, Lord, for the coming of the Lord, God. I pray, Lord, in the next couple days, Lord, as as we continue to gather, as we continue to bring these podcasts, Lord, that you would draw people, Lord, that are hungry for you, Lord. We pray yes. for our nation. We pray for our brothers and sisters all over the world, God. Lord, do what you have to do. Let your will be done, God. And, Father, continue to reveal yourself 
to us, Lord, to reveal to us, Lord, the things that are to come, Lord. We thank you for this time in your word, God. We bless you, and we thank you, and we lift your name, Jesus, for you are worthy of all praise. And we pray this in Jesus' name, and everybody says amen. And amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We pray that you would join us again uh, soon as we